Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Our Reality Happy Hour podcast with wife. That's me. We've been gone for a while. Quite a while. But we've had a lot of stuff. We've been, we've, had a, we've been doing a lot of stuff. We've had some major changes. Life-changing changes. Yeah. Probably the biggest one is we got a house. Yeah. We bought a house. So that sort of put a damper on not obviously not only this show, but mm. of my show. But it's moving is to get back. hard. It is hard, especially if you have to do major stuff to it right away. Right. Well, yeah. So not only the act of moving, then getting into a new place that needs some things some done work. to it. So I'm I'm sure that anyone who's bought a house in the last year or so knows the feeling of finding a house that you love, but knowing that there's about a thousand things on the to-do <laughs> list that need to get done. Some sooner than others, some immediately. And that's where that's where we're current. That's our situation. So we moved into a new house. Great house. I love it. I love it every single day. But there <laughs> were there was no space for me. There is now. Now there is. So literally, uh, literally two weeks after we moved in, we had contractors coming in so that we can have a studio. And listeners of the show have already seen it because my show is on YouTube. Well, some of it, at least. Hopefully it was a little less messy when they saw hey, it. Hey, um, this is a man. <laughs> I'm a man. I can do whatever I want. You are a messy man, apparently. That's fine. All right. This is a, not a man cave, but this is my... kind of feels like a cave. Well, yeah, it actually does feel like a cave. With windows. But... <laughs> <laughs> if we took I'm that bush out behind the window, it would feel less cave-like, I think. No, I like it just the way it is. Yeah. No, I'm not suggesting that we do. I'm just saying. Yeah. That gives you the cave feel. So the space down here uh, gives me a studio to record in, a little bit of space so I can take some pictures for work, and a place to chill and watch movies. I was able to fit a 55-inch TV rather nicely in here. So I love that. And my shoes... They need some organization, mm -hmm. but my 70 pairs of shoes fit nicely in here. Uh, so having said that, the title sponsor for the show, do you know who the title sponsor for the show is now? Um, well, since you're talking about shoes, I'm thinking soulmates. No. Oh. The sneakers friend. Oh. I read a book a year ago, over a year ago now. <laughs> that inspired me to start a business and I did it. I'm way behind schedule, but there's no, there's no, uh, can't complain about that. No worrying about being late. Got to look forward. So we are just a few touches away from launching and it is a premium sneaker cleaner that I've tested plenty. I tested it on a pair of $2,000 shoes they're, it worked great. Mm. So The Sneakers Friend. So go to thesneakersfriend.com, sign up to our email list. And what will happen is once I'm ready to launch, you'll get a 15% discount code because we need to start moving these. Yes, we do. Um, just a little bit more working on packaging. 
probably overanalyzing it, but it's time to start thinking time. about Christmas and holiday shopping. That's right. And if anyone you know loves sneak, or you know what, it doesn't even have to be sneakers. It can be bags. Like yeah, this cleaner works on most leather, canvas, uh, mesh. It works on a variety of different materials. So, if you like to keep your, you know, ladies, you got to keep that purse clean. <laughs> um, try out the sneakers friend. So we have everything. We have uh, Instagram, Facebook, a website. Sign up. You'll get 15%. Oh, are they going to be ready by Halloween? Uh, Can you probably do a not. Halloween gift? Yeah, a no. spooky set? That would be fun. Hmm. Probably not. Hmm. But Like just we'll yesterday, see. my friend gifted me some cocoa, and it had this really cool skull on it. And I'm like, yeah, this is a really good Halloween-themed yeah. kind of gift. Things take a long time to print. Mm. Everything is super expensive right now and it is taking a long time. Yeah, everything is really expensive right now. That's depressing. Yeah. All right. So, title sponsor, The Sneakers Friend. Sneakers Friend. The Sneakers Friend. The Sneakers Friend. Got it. TSF. I'm working on merch too. Mm. I'm going to have some cool graffiti lettering done nice. so I can get some shirt get some uh, mm. shirts done. Make sure you have a V-neck for me. Yeah. Okay. So that's out of the way. Uh, you can find us on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Our Heart Radios, Spotify, Apple, and Stitcher. Um, I'm going to try to convince wife to post these on YouTube. We can do videos and post them on YouTube. Yeah. These? Like our show, you mean yeah, these? Yeah, put a camera right there. Oh, yeah. That, that requires prep, though. Like... Right now, I have not put on makeup or done my hair, and I'm wearing my well. This is our reality. House clothes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my reality needs to be a little less real for the public. And, well, although it's pretty dim in here, so yeah, the lighting's a bit forgiving, I yeah. think. Okay, so we've caught you up on what we've been doing. House stuff was not very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it's exciting or not, but it takes a lot of work and a lot of time yeah. and a lot of energy, both physically and mentally. Right. Right. So, I had to get a new car. That was another oh, major yeah. thing that oh, happened. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Like your car, your car blew up. I mean, the, the term had to get a new car. I did not have to get a brand new car. I chose to get a brand new car. I had to get a an alternative car to the car I was driving because of the aforementioned blow up. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah. And by fun, we mean not at all fun. It was all right. It was only a week. It only took you a week. Oh, yeah. It was I got super lucky being able to find a car that I was happy with. And I shout out to Renton Mazda for finding my car and getting it there for me. Yeah, they did great. They were super friendly. Yeah, they're awesome. I'm going there tomorrow to pick up my license plate. Yeah. So you got a Mazda Miata, which is an MX-5. Mm -hmm. Super little, two-seater, no <laughs> backseat, hardtop convertible. Uh, fun to drive. It's pretty fun to drive. Yeah, I would not. I mean, that's totally you. I would not like that at all <laughs> as a daily driver. Well, you're a little too big. I'm. I need a big car, I'm, yeah. I've realized now. So I need the... The three-row SUV. <laughs> and I've, I've been happy with the one that I have. But you've 
inspired me to get a new car too. Oh, although you made me a little nervous last night when we just by coincidence, I happened to be driving behind you and you said you couldn't see me at all from your big tall car and my little car behind you. I started thinking how many people cannot see me on the road? Yeah, you could, I couldn't see <laughs> from the from my rear view mirror. I couldn't see you from the side mirrors. I couldn't see you. I pulled up a little bit, yeah, and then I saw just the very top of of your car, but nope, could not see you. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah, take that into consideration. Yeah, so I need to be more careful yeah. around bigger cars. Yeah, and you know what? I forgot already. I've already got up on the roof. I clean. We have a little carport. I clean. There was just tons of yeah. Uh, so needles. based on the next story, I'm sure you're about to tell that is not happening again. I got up there. I cleaned it. It was fine. I was clean. I was up there with my Yeezy foam runners. Yeah, that was not a good choice. Everything either. was good. But all I wanted to do was hang up a piece of art in our entryway. <laughs> and I was up on the ladder and I fell and I fell off of my ladder, landed on the ladder, broke it. My fall was my head. <laughs> Probably traveled a good 15, 17 feet. What? Isn't that an eight foot ladder? No, it's like a five foot ladder. It's a five foot ladder? But I was on the, I, my head was as to the ceiling, basically. Mm. Yeah. And then a mere second later, my head was almost to the bottom step of. Oh, yeah, that's right. The stairs. That lead, it's kind of like a, um, a fake split level. So you can go up to the main area or down to the studio. And my head was up on top. And then my head ended almost at the very bottom. <laughs> Fortunately, you did not hit your head. No, I didn't hit my head. I just sort of hurt my left hand. Um, but I had a near-death <laughs> experience. <laughs> broke a ladder. Broke our railing. Mm, just yeah. tore it completely off of the wall. We need to get that fixed. But what... I realized was that I have not worn over half of my shoes. And that would have really sucked if I could not have, if I did not wear my shoes. Hmm. So I have my priorities straight for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've been wearing my shoes. Uh, I've worn, I've already worn two pairs of shoes that I have had for months and I haven't worn and I have about uh, 40 more that I need to go through. So I need to do this strategically. Mm. I'm going to put it up for a vote. So follow the sneakers friend on Instagram and I'm going to put up which shoe should I wear and people will vote on it. We have a, still a few more days with no rain. So you're good for a few days, I think. Yeah. And it looks like we're going to have a little fall heat wave coming up. Like it's going to get cooler and maybe some rain and then poof back to a little mini heat wave yeah okay that's it i think we're boring people now <laughs> all right the weather hey <laughs> people like the weather so what we've been doing lately is that we've gone back to watching movies it's like i would say for the for mm. the, like we haven't really been watching movies i mean we we haven't really been watching stuff together i mean you have your yeah. dopey shows that you watch hey. and i have my dopey shows that i watch and there's only a couple that overlap yeah 
Well, we've watched several series together, but we're kind of in a weird lull. Like we've we're caught up on yeah. all the serieses that we watch together. And, and we're since we subscribe to what seems like <laughs> everything, everything, <laughs> um, we've been making use of Shutter when we've been making use of of a of a few other things that we subscribe to, and we've been watching movies, and I. Love horror movies. Well, and since it was just the first day of fall, we can, or we're officially in spooky season. So, yeah, we feel like watching those. I've movies. been wanting to do the hundred movies, like watch a movie mm. leading up to Halloween, but that's hard. Well, because you need a hundred days. Yeah. Well, unless you're going to watch multiple. Like yesterday, we watched two. Yeah. But so we thought we would share, and this is going to be total spoiler, but these are three. New movies, they're all from, oh, one of them is from 2021, but the other two are from 2022. <laughs> yeah, the one that we accidentally watched when we thought we were watching another one. Yeah, I mixed <laughs> I mixed them up. But we thought we would talk about these. And well, first I'll say that I would recommend all of them. All of them, I think, are watch worthy. But the first one we should talk about is called Speak No Evil. I saw this one on Shudder, read the reviews, and they were mostly good. And if most of Shudder reviewers like a movie, I'm far more willing to take a take a risk on it and spend two hours. <laughs> so we saw Speak No Evil. Um, it is from 2022. The Rotten Tomato score is 83% from the reviewers and 59% from the audience. So the the film critics liked it way more than the audience, but I think I'm with the critics on this one. I would have I would put it in, into the 80-85% for for a rating. I I dug it. Um what do what did you what would you rate it? Um you know, I really appreciated the cinematography. We talked about this already, that I it really reminded me of Antichrist, the filming style. And I appreciated that. Um, there was a lot of things I liked about it, but there was a lot of things that were frustrating about it as well. And I felt like there was a little bit of inconsistency with the character development choosing their moments to be brave and bold and then choosing their moments which well you said there was going to be spoilers so spoiler which ultimately led to their demise <laughs> to yeah. to not be bold and that was a little frustrating to me that they would they chose to be bold on things that really didn't matter very much but then when it comes down to literally their lives they yeah. decided to just yeah, curl so up. This and is, <laughs> so this is uh, spoiler alert. So if you're interested in watching this movie, don't listen. <laughs> Rate us and give us five stars and follow us on Instagram, but don't listen to this until after you <laughs> right. watch this movie. But it's a Danish movie, and it starts off where two couples, one of them, both of them have kids, you know, yeah. less than you know about ten. The one of yeah. them, they they had a boy who yeah, was the boy's younger. He's, he's more younger. like six ish, I'd and say. They, they meet in Italy, in Venice. Tuscany. Just, no, they were in Venice. They went to St. Mark's Cathedral. Oh, they did? The, 
the IMBD says Toscano. Okay, maybe. Okay, so they meet, and they build up. They built a little friendship, and then all of a sudden, the very next scene, it's I guess a lot of time has passed, or some time has passed, and they get a the Danish couple get a invite to go to the other. I mean, I'm doing this horrible. I'm doing this horrible. <laughs> yeah. I, I was already the, kind of buzzed. When we the were Danish family movie. gets an invite to go hang out with the Dutch family. Yeah. In their like secluded right. forest. Yeah. So the Dutch family, they have the boy and the Danish family has the older girl. And so, side note, for those of you who are opposed to reading movies, it is mostly in English. So even though it is a foreign film, the the two couples don't speak the same language, but they all speak English, so yeah. they're mostly in English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of what Kelly is thinking as he's hearing us describe this movie. <laughs> that we're doing a horrible I job? Know, that we're doing a horrible <laughs> job. He's very negative, that guy. Huh. He's just honest. The wanker. You appreciate honesty. All right, so. We're not claiming to be film critics here. No. Maybe we should start we're, with that. We're, we're not drinking. film critics. <laughs> we're drinking mimosas we and chatting about the movie we, we watched. We didn't go to film school. We did not. I'm not a film school graduate. <laughs> as I drink my mimosa with my pinky up. Yeah. Unfortunately, no, so. my degree did not include anything. Film. I took drama for my art credit. That's, okay, focus. That's film adjacent. So I only the- needed one art credit <laughs> to graduate from college. I'm just now thinking about that. My... I like literally the first or second year of college, I think I needed one one art. Well, okay, college credits is five, but I needed one class. Okay. Of Thank art, you. which I took drama. <laughs> oh no, I also took a quarter of piano. So but nonetheless, no film. So the it, it sort it sort of starts off by the woman, the lady, and you know what, I can't I'm not even gonna uh, pretend to be able to remember their names she made this whole thing about how she's a vegetarian like that was yeah that was a major plot point that was a in major the very first point. scene <clears throat> and the and about how that's good for the environment yeah i mean they went on this whole thing <laughs> but like it obviously this they wrote it with this character having super strong feelings about yeah. her vegeta- vegetarianism yeah. although Technically, she was a pescatarian, which yeah. they pointed out later yeah. in the movie. And the Dutch family, the husband of that family, they establish him as a strong, sort of aggressive guy. Yeah, he's like a, a dominant he's, figure. He's, he's he's an alpha. And the Danish dad was not an alpha. He yeah, correct. <laughs> he was. They 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 set that pretty quickly. So. When the Dutch family arrives, or the the Danish family arrives at the Dutch family's house, that's one of the first things that they tackle is vegetarian. Her being a vegetarian because <laughs> he forces her to eat meat. Well, actually, contrarily, they don't tackle it at all. She just pretends like that like never he, happened. Yeah, and- like she never said anything. Like, right. right. Like if if you're a veg. OK, so I was a vegetarian pretty much all through college, most of my adult life. If somebody would have 
handed me a piece of meat, I would have said, oh, sorry, remember, I'm a vegetarian or or no, thank you. I don't eat meat. Like that's perfectly, especially in today's world, that's very socially acceptable because yeah. tons of people <clears throat> don't eat meat. Right. And that's fine. But this. So, I mean, obviously, they're just setting these characters up to be weak. Yeah, they are weak characters and they have to be pushed a whole lot to get the min the most minimal of reaction. Right. So he basically he doesn't bully her, but he insists that she oh, yeah. tries. He ins- He's the of, most insistent. Yeah, but in a sort of charismatic way. Right. Like he's he wasn't being a bully, but he's a good salesman. Right. He'll he can <laughs> talk you, he'll talk you into doing it. Right. Um so she eats she eats the meat, says it's good, never says, Hey, I don't eat meat. Yeah. Well, the and, husband doesn't pipe yeah. up either. And the fact that he leans over and whispers to her, just eat it. Right. Like, how weird is that? <laughs> like, why would like okay, I can equate this with you because you have like a major issue with mayonnaise. And if somebody came and offered you something with mayonnaise on it, I would never be like, just eat it. I'd be like, Tell him you don't like mayonnaise. Right. Or say, no, thank you. I don't like mayonnaise. So. Right. Although, you know what? To be polite, I've eaten stuff with. Yeah. Ma- I mean, if I order food and it has mayonnaise, right. I don't like it. But if I'm someplace, like when we were at Jen's party. Yeah. At Salty's, some of those things had mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. The and it's sliders. like, what am I going to say? Make some of these without <laughs> mayonnaise. Like, right. I'm not going to do that. And I was hungry. Well, so, but that's your choice. Right. I mean, like. So a bite. Of something with mayonnaise and then a drink of sparkling change. That is also wine. different because you're not, you just don't like it. You're not, not eating it for some sort of right other reason. But I'm saying <laughs> that's what I'm equating it to. I would never tell yeah. you just eat it. Right. So I think the writing at this point has done a really good job of making it super obvious that the Danish couple are weak. Yeah. And that the Dutch couple are the man, the male, the husband, at least. Right. Is a stronger personality because the wife, she doesn't seem the same. Like she's more of she's more calm. Yeah. Then I mean, I should we should really figure out what their name. <laughs> well, she's very hands off, but she's, they make it really clear that she's perfectly OK. Patrick is the. The 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 Dutch. The, OK. Patrick. So and he's Karen. the dominant male Bjorn, the dominant male is patrick mm-hmm. and then the 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 danish couple is bjorn and louise ah right okay, All okay. Right. <laughs> patrick and karen that's what you said yeah okay so yeah karen kareen or k-a-r so she makes she's makes it very clear that she's perfectly okay with her husband's behavior even yeah. though she's not necessarily actively participating yeah. and when you haven't even talked about the kids yet so Bjorn and Louise have a daughter named Angus and Patrick and Karen have a son named Abel. Yeah. And Abel doesn't speak much. <laughs> at all, really. At all. And I mean, he does make noises, but they explain it. Patrick explains this by saying that Abel was born without a tongue. Right. So that's why he doesn't speak. Yeah. So they've established that this, the kid does not speak. So, um... You know, so they're enjoying these few days in the wilderness, in the wilderness, eating wild boar. (laughs) Yeah. And there's just a whole lot of little interactions where Patrick 
asserts dominance dominance (laughs) and makes them do things that they don't want. They invite them out to dinner one night and they have a whole lot of fun and drinks and food. Yeah. And then sticks them with the bill and Bjorn doesn't. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that part where he hasn't paid for the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, they. (laughs) That was hilarious. Patrick invited Bjorn and the wife, but then ends up sticking them with the bill. Uh, first, but the, the, Bjorn and Louise are just, they're just uptight. I think they're just uptight on the dance floor. Yeah. Patrick and Karen were making out. Right. I mean, they were having fun dancing. And they were and like the out. only people there. They were the only yeah. people there. And Bjorn and Louise reacted like if they were full on banging <laughs> I on know. top of the bar. It's like, yeah. come on, you're slow dancing with your woman. You can grab her butt <laughs> and make out. Right. That's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. But they got all weird about it. And then on the drive home, Patrick wanted to play music really loud. Then Louise, again, was a little bit of... A, she she was, got really upset. She was... That was the Patrick's first time. wife is Karen. Yeah. But Louise was acting like yeah. Karen. Well, that was the first time she actually asserted herself. Yeah, for I something mean, stupid. Right. Like, you, you'll you eat meat if you're a devout vegetarian, supposedly, but you're going to get upset about loud, loud music, music in the car. And again, if you're having fun... <laughs> And you're drinking and you're at a bar and you're going home. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, they say, oh, Karen says, oh, I'm so sorry, Louise. He's just drunk. <laughs> yeah. And Patrick's driving. As he's driving us home <laughs> down a very okay. creepy, dark road. I mean, you should probably be more upset that he's uh, yeah. drunk and exactly. driving the four of you than how loud he's playing <laughs> exactly. Huey Louise in the news or whatever <laughs> song they were playing. Right. Um. So then... uh so then that night, Bjorn and Louise get it on. They bang. Right. And it seems like they haven't banged in a while, like the their kid. And right. They like let loose for a little bit. So they bang. But r- during their banging, Agnes knocks on their door. Right. Their daughter knocks on their door and wants to come in because I guess she's conditioned to sleep with them. Right. And she was sleeping in the room with Abel. And <laughs> Louise ignores her. Well, both of them, Louise and right. Bjorn, ignore her. <laughs> right. They let their daughter just knock on the door and say, Mom, Mom, Mom. And they just, hey, they got it. I mean, they had to finish. <laughs> and they did. So, yeah. So they finished banging. And then when Louise went out, which who knows how long after. I know. That, it seems like there was a good while yet. It was it, inconsistent. No. She... <laughs> She she looks into Patrick and Karen's room. Yeah. And Patrick is butt naked. Yeah. He's on the left side of the bed. Then Karen is in the middle. And Agnes is in bed with them. Right. And, of course, that freaks her out. A little. Yeah. That, that freaks her out because her daughter is in bed with naked people. Right. It's probably not what you want your, you know, a 10, year 8, whatever, however old she was, you know, little girl to be. Right. In, so she picks her up and takes her back to the room, and that's when Louise makes them leave. Don't they leave at that point? <clears throat> Maybe I think so. So they leave. Care uh, Louise is like, "Nope, we gotta go." So they leave. 
you know, without saying goodbye. Yeah. Because at yeah. this point, they make all kinds. Of, I mean, I guess you could say they they were drunk. They were more like passed out than asleep. Yeah. But I mean, it was hilarious because they're making all kinds of noise, right. leaving the house, and so they they leave and they actually get into the car, and they leave. Yeah. And they're going down the road, and then Agnes says, "Oh, but my stuffed animal." Right. I don't remember what it was. It was a monkey. I and think. then Louise was trying to tell her daughter, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you another one. We got to go. <laughs> he lives with Abel now. <laughs> yeah, he lives with Abel. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's like, we'll get you another one. But you called it. You said the dad is going to give in. Yep. And that's what happened. Bjorn caved, turned the car around, went inside the house to go look for this animal, this stupid animal. Yeah. Takes a while. <laughs> Which, side note, was actually in the car all along. <laughs> yeah. But Louise goes into the house to look for Bjorn, and he's speaking with Patrick. And then Patrick, you know, he does this whole, how dare you leave? <laughs> right. You've insulted me. We just want to be friendly. Uh-huh. And then they do this whole, Then and then they they do this whole thing of, oh, you know, you we've done things that we haven't wanted to do. You knew I was vegetarian. And then he said, I don't know. I f- don't forget. But basically there was this like this. And then he says again, oh, that's so good for the environment. <laughs> yeah. Like he mocks her. Basically. Which was hilarious. He mocks her being a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think a normal person would have just said, we just got to go. Right. It's like you don't have to rationalize. You I don't know. have to. I don't have to explain to you why I want to yes. go. I and clearly go. you have no interest in continuing a relationship with these people. Yeah. But you, again, I think it, <laughs> I think that that was I mean, probably people were screaming that at their TVs saying yes, just go. But obviously it was like intentional we right. that they still felt like this is just the, the weakness of this whole character. Yeah. Like, I mean, for how this movie ends, <laughs> you had to have built up this family. Right. The, the uh, Bjorn and Louise to just be nothing to just to pretend that they have these these ideals but then in actuality when it comes time to do something there is nothing there's no follow through mm-hmm. so you because the ending is horrible <laughs> you know it's that actually i will say to answer your original question of what i thought i thought the ending was very unique and novel horrible right. but i had never <clears throat> seen anything quite like this right so. because you because who <laughs> who would think to end a movie this way i know right i mean i would i'm the guy who i'm the guy who when i'm watching a movie or a show i'll say someone has to die (laughs) it's like so many things have been built up someone has to be dead (laughs) and in a horrible way you can't just tie this up with a happy ribbon (laughs) and then end it this way right so this movie ended the way that i would end movies Mm. if i wrote movies like this no no what was like no positivity at the end yeah and you're leaving bummed yeah you know if you watch this movie you'll spend 12 bucks to watch it (laughs) and then you'll spend another 30 bucks on popcorn and pop and then you will leave depressed right (laughs) (laughs) then you'll spend another 50 dollars on drinks because you have to go have a drink yeah (laughs) forget right so he patrick convinces them to stay he goes, man, today was going to be the best day. I know. <laughs> it was the, it's going to be the best day. So he talks them into it and they stay. 
And then this is where um, they bond Bjorn and Patrick. Right. They go to the hot tub. They drink. Yeah. They shoot guns. Don't they hunt? I think so. I, I think they, they they go to like some weird place. Well, okay, everything is out in the middle of nowhere. Other than the guy at the bar, you don't see. There's no other. Yeah. Oh, and the babysitter. Well. Who, oh yeah. Who we think is the babysitter? Right. We didn't even mention that. Yeah. That the 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 night where they went to the bar. They thought Bjorn and Louise thought that they were going to take the kids. Right. And then Karen said, nope, we're going to bring the best babysitter. <laughs> right. And they weren't comfortable with that, but they let it anyway. <laughs> I they, know. Left, they left their kid with someone they didn't Some know. Man. I mean, he was a grown man. Yeah. I mean, although he did go in and bond with them like immediately. Right so yeah. so she they, was kind of like, all right, yeah. he seems okay. And, and they hadn't really had too many red flags yet at that point. Right. So it was like, okay, if they trust their kid with him, right, it's probably fine. But. And um, you know how I love Adam Carolla? When he was an adult, he babysat. Yeah. Like, and I think in his late teens, he was a babysitter. So you can't go full right. anti-man I mean, but this guy was like 40 years old, yeah. or at least. <laughs> so he wasn't like a teenager. Yeah. But. All right. So they convince him to stay. And then... Bjorn and Patrick bond. They do a whole bunch of man stuff. Yeah. And um, what were Karen and Louise doing? Gardening. Cooking. Oh, I gardening. Mean, cooking and gardening. Okay. Yeah, they were helping with the with yeah. the garden. And I think this is the scene where... <laughs> yeah, Patrick... and if somebody tells me it's going to be the best day and your best idea of a best day is helping you in your garden... <laughs> Big no there. <laughs> while the men, while the men are out drinking, getting yes. drunk in the hot tub. <laughs> Definitely not a fan it of like that a, scenario. Sounds like a good day to me. Yeah. I want this. I want this day. <laughs> <laughs> so they're cleaning up, and Bjorn takes the garbage out. And it's a little we it's a that whole scene is a little weird because it was like in Mexico. They just went and dumped their garbage out on the property. There was no yeah. there was well, no dumpster or anything. I there was thought, just tons of bags. Yeah, well so I kind of was thinking well, because I'm thinking American, I'm not quite sure how it works there, but I was thinking that that was trying to indicate that they don't have garbage pickup, but not like it doesn't exist, but like that because they there's like little threads throughout the whole movie that that they're not who they seem to be and who they say they are so it's like i didn't pick up any of that there well the whole fact that he told him that he was a doctor and then he full-on admitted because when she cut her finger and she said oh you're a doctor can you look at and he's like i'm not a doctor (laughs) and she she said well you told us you were he's like oh yeah i lie about that sometimes (laughs) so so there was a lots of little things like that (laughs) i used to say i was a secret service (laughs) right but that leads you to believe that they're well, and we know now, of course, that they're not who they say they are. Right. So I thought that that was just another one of those little hints in the movie that's like, okay, there's a whole pile of garbage here. So clearly nobody's picking up this garbage, which means they're completely off the grid or. Yeah, I think that's that's the primary thing I got out of it, that no no one knows about this place. Right. No exactly. one comes. Yeah. You are completely isolated. Yeah. Uh, so he goes, takes out the garbage, he takes the garbage out. And as he's walking back, Abel 
pops up yeah. from somewhere. Yeah. And this was a pretty creepy scene. Yeah. He pops up and then all he does is open his mouth. Yeah. And the camera goes in and then you can see the missing tongue. The missing tongue. That but it it I mean He kind of does a weird little scream thing yeah. too. Uh but it looks mangled. Yeah. Not I mean, I don't know what I don't even know if that's a real disease if you're born without a tongue. Yeah. But this looked mangled. Right. And it freaked Bjorn out, but <laughs> right. I, I don't even think he mentioned it to Louise. Yeah. I don't really think he did. Well, anyway, um, more crazy stuff happens. <laughs> they get upset with them again. Yeah. <laughs> and when, no, I think that's also the time when Bjorn goes into an outbuilding right and he sees dozens and dozens of photos yeah of patrick and karen with a bunch of different kids right with other couples it's like the climax of the movie when he realizes when he realizes what's happening yeah that they go around meeting couples right on vacation right because it's like they'll they'll show a picture of a couple with their kid and then the next picture is them with that kid right and then another kid right so they're swapping out kids right <laughs> which is i mean if you just look at it that way i don't think it's if you really start to think of what's happening here that they're kidnapping kids right and when he leaves so he sees all of these pictures he leaves walks through the 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 sauna the hot tub mm-hmm. and there's Abel face down right so either he fell in <laughs> right or they drowned him yeah but poor Abel he's dead yeah and then that's when he comes up and it's like we gotta go so he they try to take off again <laughs> but and then this is towards the end of this is the, the the you know mid third act they chase him they get out they actually were able to leave yeah. Patrick and Karen chase them into the car. The usual run them off the road. Yeah. A guy comes, the babysitter. Right. It was the babysitter, comes up behind him, takes Agnes, and then that's what this is the. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering if this is why you're associating this with Antichrist, because the scene, this scene, is. It's a very clear scene of the guy holding Agnes's tongue Mm -hmm. and then coming over with some bonsai scissors. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're you're thinking something has to happen. (laughs) But nope, it follows through and they snip her tongue off. Yeah. And then an antichrist, uh, she cuts her clitoris off. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if, if he was inspired by that mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to show this little girl's tongue <laughs> right. get cut out. Now, I just felt like the whole style <clears throat> of the film was very similar. And as far as the filming and character development and I don't know. I mean, I just maybe it was just a weird thing that mm-hmm. reminded me. Yeah. I just so but before that, before the guy actually comes. Bjorn and Louise put up almost no fight. Right. And this is the infuriating part of this mm-hmm. whole movie. It's like, yes, they set up these two people to be almost worthless as human beings and as parents. Right. 
but still have still have ideals like you know being a vegetarian and i mean i i don't know if if you're like if you're the way you are with her with being a vegetarian there's a bunch of other stuff too (laughs) (laughs) okay but when your life is in danger right you put up no fight yeah none Bjorn, I don't even think, throws a punch. Yeah, no. Nothing. Nothing. Like and she, Patrick she struggled. just punches him once in yeah. the gut or something. He, punch, he punches him once in the gut, de- uh, incapacitates him. Yeah. And. <clears throat> yeah, the only little struggle was when they were trying to get them to not take Agnes away. Yeah, but, but it was like five seconds worth right, of Right, and there was no... There was they weren't tied up and there's no reason they couldn't have jumped out of the car at that point. I mean, yes, they probably would have harmed them, but I mean, we all know that's going to happen anyway. So I'm very confused why they basically just let them take their daughter and then stayed in the car and let themselves be driven away. Yeah, and then cried. Yeah. Right. I mean, and these people don't have guns. So this, like, there's no gun being no. held. The only weapon on we them. saw was the scissors. Yes. A pair of scissors. A pair of bonds. Which I don't scissors. even think they had anymore because I think the other the guy took dude them. took them. So literally, there was no weapon here. Right. And, you know, this is the part where I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably because I was about a bottle and a half in already. But this is this this is the hilarious part because I at this point I said, man, these people are truly worthless because they did such a good job of establishing this. And do you remember like once before the scene of the tongue snipping? I said, come on, Bjorn. Like I was expecting Bjorn to like tackle the guy. Right. And then when they actually follow through and cut the little girl's tongue out, I was like, whoa, <laughs> that is super whack. Yeah. And then no. Yeah. None. Nothing. Um, they were they they had no. No sense of self-defense yeah. at all. And OK, so can we let's- Think for a second. I mean, we can just we can assume that the couple, Patrick and Karen, this is their thing. I mean, for whatever reason, they like to have a new kid, and this is what they do. But right. where's the motivation for this third party helper here? Like, yeah. what is he getting out of the deal in this, and why is he doing this? Well, I mean, you can start talking about is this part of a bigger circle? Like, mm. I mean, with all this talk of trafficking and yeah, like, are they part of this? And then he gets to mm, have hmm, liberties. Maybe. Because, right. I mean, there's plenty. You can okay, go there. I didn't there. think of that until just now. <clears throat> but huh. it right. gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> they, Patrick and Karen, tell them to get out. Okay. And well, come, they drive for a while. Yeah. So when they take, when they take Agnes, they just gave up. Yeah. Like there was, there was about fifteen seconds of fighting them pre Agnes <laughs> being tongue snipped. Right. But as soon as that happened, they just completely gave up. Yeah. 
and they drive out to a quarry. They get out. No, yeah, and again, they have no weapons. Yeah. None. And Patrick tells them to take their clothes off. Right. Well, yeah, after he well, he punches them a couple times. But they take their clothes off and tells them to go down into the quarry. Right. And then you get a good old-fashioned stoning. Yeah. They start throwing rocks at them. <laughs> that was ridiculous. From <laughs> far away. Far away. They are good shots. They hit him right <clears throat> in the head on the second try. But again, okay, you're naked and you're in a quarry, but you are 30 feet away because they're <laughs> down in the quarry and then Patrick and uh, Karen are mm, up on top. Yeah. And they're throwing rocks down on you. I mean, yes, we've all learned from from the rock that you don't want you want high position you want high military position right and that if you're at a if you're at the lower position you're at a huge disadvantage do you remember that scene it's a brilliant scene ed harris says we have the higher position surrender now soldier and they're like no and then they start shooting yeah logic okay <clears throat> so but again they don't have guns. Right. They have rocks. <laughs> rocks. <laughs> Why didn't they yeah. run? Oh, yeah. There's like so many times they could have done anything. But this is the best time. <laughs> you know what yeah, would have been naked. what would have been better than what they did? Anything. Literally anything. <laughs> it's like, why didn't they pick up their own rocks and I then know, throw it back at right? them? Right? I mean, okay, yeah, why did they take their clothes off? Why did they walk down? Why, why? Yeah. I mean, yes, you've already nailed it. It's resignation because right. they gave up. They gave up. But yeah, it took them 15 seconds to give up. <laughs> so. But I mean, I don't know. You can sort of argue that they gave up a long time ago when right. they kept on letting this guy. I know, yeah. I mean, this guy should be a cult leader. Yes. I want to be a cult. I mean, leader. yeah, this kind of has. I'm, I'm interested to know if this, the writer or the director. I mean, I don't know who makes these decisions, but whoever made the decisions, like, were they? Do they have a degree in psychology? Did they study Zimbardo and and like the the assumed power? It's like, is that where's this motivation coming from? I think it's someone who really does not like vegetarians <laughs> or that. <laughs> Because you could have expanded on that is the thing. That's what I'm saying is that you could have expanded on like they they didn't really. Ha I think they had one political conversation, but they had multiple conversations about her being a vegetarian. Yeah. So for whatever reason, the writer wanted to focus on that. Yeah. And for that to be, uh, you know, for that to really nail, nail that point and you know bust that through right so it's like if you're a vegetarian you're not going to put up much of a fight if your daughter gets kidnapped has her tongue cut off and then people tell you to get naked walk uh, down a quarry and start throwing <laughs> rocks at you oh but bjorn wasn't a vegetarian so what's his excuse man <laughs> he this dude has zero testosterone yeah zero yeah i mean they did have that little scene where they they established that he had some anger and that whole screaming out in the middle of oh, nowhere yeah. thing. But so, his bonding with Patrick. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's, I guess, I mean, that's the explanation is that he's, he's unhappy with his life and I don't know. Yeah. The characters made me insane. I mean, that's the point. I mean, it cheers to you filmmaker because like it was supposed to make you uncomfortable like who, and... okay let's talk about this okay so that's <laughs> people this is the end of the movie they were uh, yeah bjorn and louise are walked dead. down very voluntarily <laughs> yeah <clears throat> very i mean i mean i'll say willingly because mm-hmm. the, the yeah they just stopped thinking and patrick and karen just started throwing rocks at them and after a few, they hit one of they hit him in the head, and they mm-hmm. knocked out. They got they got knocked down, and then they started throwing bigger rocks. Which, eh, like some of those rocks that they threw were pretty big. Yeah, I don't think you could have actually thrown that rock that far. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you did, Patrick was pretty buff. Because <laughs> some of those went, for, and then they get stoned to death. Yeah, and then the last scene is of the, their naked stoned bodies in this quarry right and then that's it well actually technically the last scene is uh, later them showing like their next mark right them scoping out another family with agnes yeah yeah they're in the car right yeah they're so so they have to they killed abel yeah although you did bring up a good point where agnes is older and can't she write yeah can't she Right. I mean, yeah. she can communicate. Yeah. Abel was little. Who knows right. if he knew how to spell? Yeah. And how long they had him. Right. So I don't know. Maybe there's going to be a part two. <laughs> Agnes's revenge. Yeah, it's going to be like <laughs> I spit on your grave part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think unfortunately for Agnes that it's either got to be that or her days are numbered. Cause right. Because she's not going to last very long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But OK, so that's it. We've yes. completely spoiled this movie for you. So again. Yeah. So you don't have to watch it now. <laughs> so two things, wife. We were supposed to talk about two more movies. Yeah. But now we can do two more podcasts. We can. But there's a Seahawks game literally right now. Yes. I'm getting impatient to, to go watch this game. <clears throat> but I'll end it by asking you this. Who would want. Do you think women want a man like Bjorn. Do you think he's a type of partner personality wise? Do I know women in general? I would say there are a lot of qualities he possessed that many women might find attractive, but I'm pretty sure no woman would find completely not at all defending you or your family attractive so (laughs) i i typically don't think about i typically don't think about uh things in this way but obviously bjorn and patrick are 180 degrees apart right right they're they're the yin they're yin and yang so I think this movie does a good job of like, if you were to have this, if you were to have this, if you were to have a discussion on toxic males, this movie could probably be a Mm. talking point Yeah, where you have Patrick Mm -hmm. who is charismatic, charming, but 
overbearing. Yeah. And insistent. Awful. And awful. I mean, and we didn't even talk about this part, but they they made it they made some references that he abused Abel. Right. To, I mean, at least emotion. I mean, they didn't ever really say physically, but no. but definitely emotionally and verbally. Yeah. Well, I mean, Abel so. was not a happy kid. Well, no, <laughs> for lots of reasons. <laughs> but I mean, but before we knew that he was a kidnapped child, like yeah. they made it seem like he was suffering some abuse. Right. So, yes, Patrick, not a good guy. No. So if it, it, those the audience that is prone to pointing out how men are awful, they're going to pinpoint <laughs> on that. Right. But at the same time, the audience that watches the audience that watches this movie, but then believes that men should be strong, good men. They're going to point to Bjorn to say this is not it. So it's like this movie is super interesting because it shows the two sides of men, like the 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 super weak, useless versus the psychopath killer. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a huge spread. I get it. Like right. this is it's like cartoony, really. If yeah. you really think about it, I'm not saying that this is a direct. This isn't a direct. These aren't two classifications of the two type of men that can exist. Right. These are the two total the most extremes. extreme. You know, what I'm also interested in and is I don't know very much about Dutch and Danish culture. Yeah. And I don't know how much difference there is between Dutch and Danish culture. And so I'm curious about how much cultural norms play mm, into a lot a of this because we all because we're having an american spin obviously yeah that's true i don't think about that so i just think that a lot of these gender conversations are are global right but very hand-picked like very specific not general but that is a great point that you put out which reminded me of what happened to me yesterday at the sneaker shop where I had a, and, and we're talking about how Americans, because I've, unless you know cultures of movies where movies are made, mm-hmm. I don't think that you can super relate. You can't, un, you can't. I mean, not super relate. I don't think you can fully understand mm. if you don't if you don't know. I mean, I consider myself pretty knowledgeable when it comes to other places i I mean i don't know what exactly what i'm trying to say i'm a bottle of sparkling in but i sort of think that i'm in tune with other cultures we're going we're going but i saw the movie house of gucci uh while we were in mexico it's a three-hour movie, first of all. It's freaking long. Lady Gaga is amazing. Lady Gaga is in it. Jared in Leto is in it. Um, Jeremy Irons is in it. And I did not like it at all. And I watched the whole the whole thing. And I don't know why. I mean, I should have stopped it like halfway <laughs> through because I thought it was horrible. But one of the main reasons I thought it was horrible is because it felt that they were portraying Italians as cartoonish. Mm -hmm. It felt to me like a Saturday Night Live skit that was three hours long about Italians. 
it was so over the top to me. Jared Leto's performance of this guy of the 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 Gucci brother was just so cartoony on the on the verge of being um insulting. <laughs> but <laughs> I spoke to I spoke to people from Italy, from Rome and Milan, and I asked them if they saw House of Gucci and they said that they loved it. And I was just not, I was so surprised. I said, really? <laughs> the only complaint that they had was that Lady Gaga's Italian accent was more on the Russian side mm. versus, well, versus the Italian side. It was a <laughs> little too, there was a little too much Russian in it. Like they could hear it, mm. which I don't know. Like it would be interesting to see if Lady Gaga's dialect coach like where what her yeah. what the, what that person's background is but i said what did you think of the jared leto character and then both of them said oh brilliant <laughs> i said really he's like yeah i said oh, okay and then they started to ask me why i didn't like it and i told them that i said it felt cartoony he's like no all, all three of them said no this is how we are <laughs> this is how italians behave and i'm like okay okay i get it now and uh, so you're right. We have to know a little. I, we're just looking at it super superficial. Husband, wife, kid. How do you behave if you have to protect? How do you behave? How do you interact? And how do you um, deal with other people? Like just, you know, the basic human parts. But right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even throw the Dutch and the. All I know about Dutch is that uh, they have the best. F1 driver right now. Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen. And I don't know anything about the Danish other than it is a delicious pastry. <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. We have a football game to watch, um, but we're going to record a couple more for, should we give them a heads up of what we're going to be doing? Okay. Um, one of them. The next one will be who invited them. Mm-hmm. I really liked this movie. Yeah, I did too. I thought it, it was, was fun. fun. It was fun. And and that's all we're going to say because we're going to go watch football yeah. right now. All right. All right, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget that the title sponsor of today's show is The Sneakers Friend. Head on over to thesneakersfriend.com to sign up. Say 15% when the product launches, which is hopefully I'm, I'm working. I'm working hard. Okay. Very soon. Not hard. Very soon. Very soon to launch. And uh, it's I'm going to target it to sneakerheads. But really, if you have any leather uh, products, bags, accessories, canvas, holiday gift giving, <clears throat> you'll be able to to use it. And I've tested it on shoes that cost thousands of dollars. I've done tons of testing on this. Uh, so give that a go and we will see you next time. Bye. Adios. Hey, 